Before the coffee gets cold, where we talk jack shit for as long as our coffee stays warm. I'm Becca. And I'm Rose. And today, we are going to talk about what we wanted to be when we grow up. So, I don't know about you, but I had some funky fresh things that I wanted to be when I grew up (laughs) that looking back now, I'm like why like in my head they make sense but at the same time why did I think that this was a career path for me and when I was clearly not talented enough in any of these things oh anything is possible you could have done it but six-year-old me was not gonna pull any of this (laughs) off let me tell you right about now but I was really optimistic I feel like when I was a kid I very much like anything that I set my mind to I was like it was set in stone but I feel like now looking back I'm like why was I so like adamant on some of these things I'm like I knew nothing about life (laughs) I was not I was not adamant (laughs) about these things like I was in my head but I wasn't making any moves obviously I was six oh yeah the ages of like (laughs) we're talking about like ages between like six and ten where I had the idea in my head but it wasn't like real yeah like it wasn't Just going to be it. a reality because I didn't even know where mm. to start to make it a reality anyway so I didn't even bother I just thought that people got jobs like pulling them out of their ass you know what I mean like I don't know <laughs> so um do you want to start us off and tell us what the first thing mm. was that you wanted to be when you grew up when you were a little kid sure I think mine aren't going to be as out there as yours I think I was a very I had a lot it would change every once in a while I had the obvious like actress I want to be a hairdresser for a while I wanted to do everything um but I think for me when I was like young young the first thing I remember me like or the first time I remember thinking about my future and like what I wanted to do was in school I don't know if you had to do this too but we had to um let me get closer to the mic um we had to we had to like draw a picture of what we would be like what our life would be like I think for like 20 years down the line or something Holy which at the crap. time would have made me like yeah something like that, that would have made like, you like 25 I don't know what I'm gonna be yeah. when I'm 25 now that's what's so funny is because like I was thinking about it recently and I feel like I, it would be me writing that I would or drawing making that drawing would be a drawing of me now or close to now And it's nowhere near the truth. Also, I thought I was going to be this, like, superwoman that could do everything. Like, I was going to have, like, six dogs, the longest hair that, like, reached my ankles. I had, like, I remember, like, I was obviously married. Like, life was good and all set. And I had, I remember I had a briefcase. So I feel like young me really wanted to be, yeah, businesswoman. Like, I was so ready. I was like, I'm going to be like my dad. 
going to go to work every day with my little briefcase. I'm going to come back at the end of the day to my six dogs and my like 12 kids and my husband. It's going to be a good time. Like, <laughs> Not the 12 kids. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But now imagine me like four years from now with my six with dogs and 12, 12 kids, kids and husband and briefcase. Like, great. You, you started having these kids a while ago, Bestie, and that would have been yeah. illegal. So I'm a bit behind my plans, but you know, it's okay. We'll work on it. We'll see what we get. Um, but yeah, that's that's like the, the the earliest thing I remember of me being like, what will I be doing 20 years from now? So oh, yeah, God. <laughs> briefcase woman. What about you? What was your first or like one of your so, earlier ones? So <laughs> mine are definitely like a little bit more funky fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I what I remember is that I wanted to be. I don't remember the order that these came in. I don't know which one came first, but I wanted to be either a synchronized swimmer or a chocolatier. <laughs> At the same time as well. This is like part time, part time. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, all I remember is that I really liked like what's it called doing handstands in the pool well yeah (laughs) chocolate and doing handstands in the pool and I was like I didn't know that synchronized swimmers couldn't hold like themselves up like with their hands (laughs) so I was like oh my god I would be such a good synchronized swimmer mind you this is when I was like six or seven or something (laughs) like that and then also I have a really massive sweet tooth and I do to this day love Mm like love chocolate more than so many things in the world like I (laughs) could eat chocolate all day every day for a while without getting bored so but when I tell you how badly I wanted to be a chocolatier because I (laughs) I only revived my synchronized swimmer dreams during summer because I had swimming lessons when I was younger so it was in the pool when I was like bitch I'm the fastest swimmer in this fucking country like I was honestly so confident when I was younger but I was only confident in my head I like made myself believe that I was like the best swimmer that I was gonna that I was gonna be the synchronized swimmer of Spain like I was gonna be the representative of this country and (laughs) when I tell you I wanted to be a chocolatier like I told my mom I wanted to be a chocolatier and my mom's always been super supportive of whatever I've wanted to do so she was like oh if you want to be a chocolatier you're gonna have to go study in Switzerland because they're the Mm. like because they have the best like they make the best chocolates so if you actually want to do that you're gonna have to go there like my mom actually did a little bit of research into this like she did she was ready yeah yeah. (laughs) she was so ready when I tell you that my mom does that all the time to this day like I'm slight side note but I've I've like applied for a couple publishing masters and my mom's like sent me a few from Spain like she's doing her own research and stuff like she's always been very like that love you mom if you're listening to this probably not but you know um (laughs) she's always she's always been very supportive so she was like you can go to Switzerland like if you want to become a chocolatier you can go off to switzerland so for a while i was under the fucking impression that i was gonna fuck off to switzerland and just like make chocolate for the rest of my life which looking back now is such a great idea and i don't know why i didn't stick to that honestly that would be so cute 
it's never too late. You could always go to Switzerland. <laughs> I think my like trust fund is running low, so I'll probably not mm. do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Maybe when you grow older, you just want a very, you know, nice life. That's when you start your chocolatier <laughs> career. Exactly. I'll join you. I love that. What about you? What's your what's your next one? Because I I said two. Yeah, and they were kind of like at the same time, roughly. It really depended on the period of on the like season. Because <laughs> if I had a pool, I was all over my synchronized swimmer dreams. And then if I didn't have a pool, I was eating chocolate. So I love you know, um, part time. I think for me, the like the the next one I put was just one that I remember I wanted to be for a while, like for a few years when I was like middle school, high school, like I was actually starting to think of like, what do I actually want to do with my life? Like, where am I going? Um, and the one that came up the most was flight attendant, which I've mm. now changed my mind on that because I feel like I respect flight attendants so much because they have to go through so much shit and they get paid so little. Your hours to work are a disaster. Did like you? planning. Mm-hmm. Sorry, really quick know. side note, because I just realized, I don't know how many people actually know this, but flight attendants don't get paid until the doors to the plane close. No way. It's only the duration of the flight. If that door <gasps> is open and people are getting onto that plane and like asking for things, they're not in time. They don't have to help you put any of your bags away. They don't have to help you with anything. Oh my god. Until those doors are closed. Anything that flight attendants do outside of when those doors close and reopen, that's just because they want to. Like, they don't have to. It's not in their contract. So, all of the hours that they need to get up, like, earlier to get ready and stuff. Yeah. And, like, wearing their uniform, coming in God knows how many hours early. Because apparently they don't tell you what flight you have. Like, you have to no, be on so call. No, it's so last minute. Yeah, you're exactly. just on call. It's so, insane. So they could perfectly well, as far as I know, they could perfectly well call you at, like, 4 a.m. and say, like, you need to be here by 6 because we have a flight at 9. Yeah. You need to be on because you're going to fucking, like, Budapest or... No, 100%. Or, like, you know? It's insane. I think that that's why I loved it. And I love the idea of traveling everywhere because, obviously, I mean, you know this, I've, I've like, traveled a lot and, like, mm-hmm. moved to so many different places and I think because I can speak a few different languages, that seemed to be a good idea as well. Like, I like working with people. I like all, I love planes. I have such a, like, I love them so much. Like, that I feeling that you get when you go we up. Oh, know. no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I think it's so good. And also, I, one of the things that I've always wanted to do, my dad used to have this badge on his uniform that was like a little parachute with like little wings. Mm-hmm. And I would always ask him about it. And he would be like, oh, it's because I had to do parachuting as part of my training. Ever since he said that, I've, like, wanted to go parachuting for, like, my entire life. And one of the things that you have to do as a lifeguard, as a lifeguard, as a flight attendant when you're training is you have to go through a parachute just in case, like, something goes wrong. You have to do, like, parachute training. I don't trust Um, them. I fucking (laughs) We already know. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, listen to season one, babes. Like, I hate flying. I hate planes. I hate being I hate heights like having to no. use a parachute is literally my worst nightmare like I would say I would rather die I would that's actually one away. of my dreams no I love I it would that's why I was like away. 
No, so for me, it was perfect. I was like, this is great. And then I started, there was a YouTuber. I don't remember her name, but I was obsessed with her. And she was a flight attendant and she would make like vlogs and stuff. I, she know what I'm talking about. I think I might know who you're talking about, but I don't remember Let me Google name. it real quick. Let me see. Because I was obsessed with her. I loved her. But she was one of the reasons why I decided not to. Because oh. you just see how like she's always on call she's like always working you hear about some of her horror stories she loved her job but like you can tell how much work and effort needs to be put in every day and how shitty the pay is like she was very honest about like all of that and I think it made me realize like as much as I'm sure it would be a very like interesting job and like possibly maybe one day I'll do it I think it's not worth everything else that you have to go through because of it so yeah, that was my my dream my crushed. <laughs> what about you? What was your next one? So the next one that I have is one that I kind of still have. Mm-hmm. Um, it came about when I was probably like what twelve, thirteen, and that's being an actress. Yes, like committing committing myself to actually being an actress. Like I've wanted to do it for so long. I feel like. I kind of remember the exact moment where I was like, oh, I love this. I want to do this. It was, um, it wasn't even a school play. It was just a school performance. And I remember like getting on stage and I'd already done performances before with like your class or, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. But I'd never, I don't know why it just hit really hard this one time. And I got on stage and I was like, the the adrenaline rush that you feel, I was like, this is amazing. I want to feel this all the time. Like, I love, I'm a Leo. I love the attention. I'm going to say it, okay? (laughs) I love the attention. My mom can vouch for the fact that I am really self-absorbed in my head. Like, I will never, I will, you wouldn't know (laughs) that I'm self-absorbed unless I tell you that I'm self-absorbed. (laughs) especially especially when I was younger I feel like now a lot less but when I was younger I was quite self-absorbed and I was I just remember being on that stage and I was like I love the I love this feeling I love this adrenaline rush like I want this to be everything all the time and you know that dream got crushed but (laughs) what do you mean it like I don't know, because you need, you don't need to, but obviously getting training and, like, going Mm -hmm. to drama school or going to, like, lessons and stuff like that really helps. And I wanted to go, I wanted to audition for, like, drama schools instead of university for a while. But Mm. there was this girl who I think was, like, a year or two older than me who was doing the same thing. So she basically applied to every school that I wanted to apply to and I thought she was amazing I thought she was so great and she didn't get past the first round in any of them so she just ended up going to university and getting a university degree which I'm not saying is worse or like it's not good like no yeah you know but the prestige that comes with an actual drama school is not the same prestige that comes with a university degree in drama you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so I was like, well, if they didn't pick her, they're oh, definitely not going to pick me. Becca. So it's fine. I'm like over it or whatever. No. Um, hey, and it's never so, too late to get the experience. 
No, like, I know. I feel like sign up for stuff. I feel like in the future, my plan, like my life plan, is to you know, I feel like this kind of links into what I want to do now, which is becoming like entering the publishing industry and becoming like an editor, like a chief mm-hmm. editor. So now I've said all of my like work what I wanted to be when I grew up but yeah I picture like myself like in my future working at a publishing house and then going to acting lessons on the weekends or like joining an amateur Uh. theater group because I don't need the glitz and the glamour like I'm Mm. sure it would be really nice but I just want to perform because I enjoy it Mm. so I just picture myself doing that. That's like the life of my dreams. That's yeah. the life that I want. Even if I'm like a shoebox apartment in London, I don't give a fuck. Like, no, yeah. I'll live in a shoebox apartment in London with five other people. I'll like. Mm, let me be one of them. <laughs> come with me, bestie. I'll like, <laughs> you know, barely have any money to make a living. Same queen. Like, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take like side jobs on top of my publishing job like I'll do anything I don't care that's genuine genuinely that's the life that mm-hmm. I want that'd be so cool I have so, two questions for you yeah do you have a publishing company that you would want to work with and do you have a favorite play or movie I guess depending on what kind of acting as well you'd want to go into that you would want to do so publishing houses I have quite a few that I do really mm. like I think right now because I've just like done a little bit of research into them because I've been looking for like internships and stuff like that mm. Faber and Faber are oh. have the most amazing covers like <gasps> every single book that I am that I own that I'm like oh my god that's such a cute cover it's Faber and Faber really it is Faber and Faber yeah so I up. love Faber and Faber they their website is actually really sick. This is not sponsored, by the way. We do not get any money from this. Like, I wish Favor and Favor was sponsoring this, but they're not. Right? This is just my <gasps> Oh, my God. I'm looking at some of them now. You're right. Right? Right? <gasps> they're so beautiful. They did the covers for um, Kazue Shiguro. So all of the covers, all of the covers look kind of the same like there there's continuity to the covers and I own quite a few of them and I was just like oh my god this is genius I love this this is so cool um that's so cool obviously Penguin you know Penguin has all of the collections their collections Mm -hmm. are amazing I have the cloth bound collection here's the thing the cloth bound collection I really like the cloth I I like the Mm -hmm. cloth bounds I own I currently own they're on my shelf I own three um cloth bound but (laughs) they rub against each other and the paint like goes away okay thank you i was about to say because the one that i have i love it so much i got it as a gift from a friend it's beautiful amazing little women one of my favorite books now Mm. because i finally finished that book but it's rubbing off like the scissors are coming off the cover and i thought it was me (laughs) i was like are my hands well sweaty (laughs) it's partial i feel like it's partially the fact that it's not because your hands are too sweaty it's just the fact that your hands have like natural oils from like touching your face like sweat they're warm Mm. so it makes the paint like rub off easier like all of that it's not you if you put I feel like if you put cloth bounds next to each other like I have on my bookshelf right now and I've just realized oh no um (laughs) if you put them next to each other they might like it might make 
Yeah, if you like move them a lot, if you take them in and out, which I don't really do that. Yeah. But if you move them a lot, then they can rub off as well. So those, mm. I like the paper version of those. Like yeah. the paperback version that has the same like design, but it's just paper. So it's not rubbing off. Exactly. Because honestly, I prefer paperbacks over hardcovers. This has turned into a book. Wow. Um, <laughs> this has turned into a book like conversation. But yeah, I prefer paperbacks over hardcovers. They're just easier for me to read and they're more comfortable. Um, oh, yeah. And less expensive, not going to lie. Um, I'm but a Kindle gal. <laughs> I don't like online reading unless I really have to. I know. Well, if you get used to it, though, and they're cheap yeah. and easy to travel with, that's my thing. Yeah, that makes sense. And then plays, I really want to play The Witch and Into the Woods. <gasps> I want to oh. be her. When I saw, here's the thing, a lot of people say the movie adaptation is not that good, but when I saw Meryl Streep and her mm. rendition of Last Midnight, let me fucking tell you, I decided right then and there that I was going to mm. sing that and that that was going to be something that I was gonna do I'm still waiting like if anybody if anybody needs to cast anyone for anything really I'm like down to do whatever but if anybody specifically needs to cast the witch for into the woods hit me the fuck right here I will I will do that audition I will go anywhere I will go to the corners of the earth to do that fucking audition let me tell you so yes and if not Les Mis because Les Mis is my favorite which That'd is pretty so basic, cool. but it's true. Can I be invited when you do those? Of course. Yes. You'll get VIP <laughs> ticket. Please, I want to go backstage. <laughs> okay, what about you? What's your, like, what are your... My most recent... Yeah. I've done my last... Yeah, my first two. So my most recent... At first... It was psychology. I wanted to be a therapist for a while. That's why mm. I did a psychology degree. My and dad now. was like, yeah. <laughs> and oh, now no. I, you know, I loved the degree. I don't regret doing it. I think it, it taught me a lot of things. And it was psychology with business and management. So mm-hmm. I didn't lose anything by finishing it. Hopefully finishing it. Touch wood. Um, we'll do um, an episode about it. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. But um, I think it made me realize that I don't think that's the path that I want to go down. Mainly because, because I, I want to be a therapist, but I've realized that if I'm a therapist, I will mainly be helping people who can afford therapy. And I feel like as much as everyone needs help and everyone needs support and regular, like, mental health, um, uh, check-ins and everything else, I don't think those are the kind of people that I want to help. And I think I could do more than that. So mm. I'm now leaning more towards the business side of my degree. I think when I do my master's, I'm probably going to end up doing marketing to be determined. And again, if I get my grades, touch wood. Um, but I'm leaning. <laughs> thank you. But I'm leaning more towards that in terms of like education. Because similar to you, I the only thing I don't have like a solid like job that I want as mm. of now. All I know and that I figured out is that I want it to be creative and I want it to be, yeah, I just want it to be creative. So in my mind, marketing is a nice like in between of like, I'm still learning things that can get me like a solid job, um, but still have some of that creativity. But 
yeah, I'd want to do that. Music. One of my, like, dreams would be I really want to be in a, um, I want to be a voice actress in a Disney movie, preferably <gasps> a princess movie. I feel like I would love that. And it would be so much fun. You would be so perfect for that, too. <laughs> you Thank with you. a princess voice? Yes. A hundred percent. Thank you. I love doing little voices and stuff like that. And I'm like, this doesn't have to be a princess movie, just a movie. So, <laughs> Disney, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that would just be really really fun and i'd want to do a french movie like a like a like um oh my god yes yeah. i feel like it'd be so fun starring timothy chalamet too why not Period. go make a girl Period. home go make a girl home <laughs> but yeah that's that's all Fuck it. i want to win an oscar for my performance like yeah let's go let's do it why not <laughs> get an album out it'd be great honestly honestly <laughs> so yeah those are those are my current thoughts on future jobs. <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like it's interesting how your earlier jobs and your later jobs like you wanted to be a businesswoman when you were younger, whereas I was like mm. synchronized swimming and eating chocolate. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like yeah. that's so funny. I think for me, like my parents are very they're obviously very supportive and at the end of the day if I told them like I wanted to be like a musician or whatever else they wouldn't necessarily agree with it but they would let me do it like they know it's mm -hmm. my life I'm, I'm old enough to do it but I know and they've told me that they would prefer me to have like a stable job so I think a lot of my life I've been trying to push back the idea of like because I've I was I danced when I was a kid I did music as a kid like I yeah, loved really acting as well kid. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I was, I loved being creative, but it was always something in the back of my mind that I was like, I always kind of knew, like, the chances of me actually being successful in those wasn't very good, so I tried to stick to that, but I think the older I'm getting, the more I'm like, there's a way to do both, like you were saying, like, you can still have, like, a stable job on the side or something, and then work on those other creative dreams that are less likely, but mm. are worth trying, I think. Yeah. So yeah, we had a list of bucket, a list of buckets. A list of <laughs> we had buckets. a bucket list. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot. I switch my words all the time. Anyways, um, <laughs> we had a bucket list. Yeah, that we were gonna read. Only issue is we have four minutes. Do we just speed we read make, them? <laughs> we can either speed read them or we can make another episode about them. I think we should make another episode. Yeah, this one can be twenty minutes. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> Easier for me to edit. Tee Well, for you, you're that. editing this one. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Fire this. We'll cut Ooh. all of this out. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah. Um, I guess this is it. This is the end of the episode. We hope yeah. you enjoyed hearing all about what we wanted to do what we're doing now maybe it gives you I some hope we'll insight do another one in the future in like yeah in a few years when we actually have like a stable job and see in comparison to what we said now what's happened yeah. and what hasn't oh my god imagine right? let's hope this podcast <laughs> this podcast will definitely stand the let's hopefully let's hope this podcast stands the pass of time yeah to the point where we can actually do that 
Mm. It will. It will. Positive thinking. Positive Positive thinking. We'll do it. No, yeah. But yes. (laughs) This is it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Tune in next week for another one what's it gonna be on well i'm don't want to promise anything just in case we (laughs) muddled them up um but yeah we hope you enjoyed and see you next week bye Becca and Rose's shitty podcast. They're no longer available at this time, but they'll be back next week. Probably. Hopefully. Potentially. If everything goes well. Um, in the meantime, you can reach us on Instagram at Before the Coffee Gets Cold Podcast. How do I end this? <laughs>